1: Welcome to the Favorites Podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, and I am going to be joined by my best friend in the world and the professional better, Simon Hunter. Boy, oh boy, did we get very lucky last week in our quest to win $1 million. And by lucky, I mean Simon Hunter and I had a bit of a row this past Sunday morning, and it saved us. And by it, I mean I saved us from making some really bad decisions, my brother. Simon, say hello. Hello, people. Oh, Simon, we're going to get into it. A reminder, this season, professional better Simon Hunter is joining the pod every week. And together, we have entered the DraftKings Pro Football Pick'em National Championship. We will decide together what picks we are putting in And before we get to the recap, and it is a great recap, uh, we are bringing back the cash-fueled Phrase That Pays contest. From now through the end of the season, we are giving a lucky listener $100 for every game we win each week. and, And we are giving an equal amount to the charity of the winner's choice. These have been amazing, like, such an outpouring of kindness. It's just wonderful to see. Uh, To be eligible, go review the podcast. Uh, Using the phrase, this week, Simon says, skip and win. Skip and win. Simon says, skip and win. Use that phrase when you review the podcast. If we like it and we randomly choose it, meaning Matt Mitchell, producer extraordinaire, randomly chooses it, you will win the money. And a charity of your choice will win the money. One more reminder, everything we discuss, every pick we make, all the data we uh, reference, it's all available in the Action Network app. It's free. It's award-winning. Go download it. Simon! Dude. Dude. We did not agree at all this past Sunday morning at all. <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> yeah. ultimately, we decided to use – we have to end the DraftKings contest to win a million dollars five games every week, we have to use two bye weeks. And so we had not used any bye weeks. A lot of the people ahead of us have used bye weeks. So we decided like, this is gonna be one of our required bye weeks. Give me your point of view on how this went down. I have a very specific perspective that makes me look like a hero. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: So basically we texted about the games we like. And from my viewpoint, I already had a buy in the back of my mind. Like I was seeing the map before the show, I didn't take Green Bay Thursday night because I could just sense the way we were talking on the show. We were both just like, eh, we like this week, but we need, we have, we have to use two bye weeks. That's what people need to understand. Two bye weeks in 16 weeks. So we don't get a week 17. We have the 16 weeks to play it. So you have to use two bye weeks. So I didn't play Green Bay. We, uh, talked Sunday morning. And yeah, basically you were on, um, you like the Titans and you like the Cowboys. And I was on the other side of both those. So in my mind, I was just like, I don't really want to put either of them in. He doesn't like my picks. And you were pretty much just like, yeah, like let's just do a buy. And I was like, all right, well you can flip a coin and text me before the picks lock at 10. If you want to play him, we'll play him. If you want to take a buy, we'll take a buy. Cause in my mind, I'm a pro. If you come to me Sunday morning and you say, do you not love this slate? I'm always going to love this slate. I i don't think I'm ever going to lose. So, of course, I was about it. But luckily, my man Chad, our only one in four week of the year, he stepped in and told, said, let's do the bye week. And that saved us, man. Crazy.
1: You do. You do. Every, every Sunday, you, you're like, dude, I love our picks. I fucking love <laughs> our picks. Every Sunday, You text me that. So, this Sunday, you sent me, you sent me, um, again, like, For people who listen to the podcast, we will go through the whole slate or for people who are new to the podcast and we're getting more and more listeners every week. Um, So if you're new to the podcast, we will go through the whole slate. We will pinpoint the games that we think we are going to like for this week. We usually end up with like five to seven games and then come Sunday morning, like Simon and I are texting back and forth based on injuries, how lines have moved, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so... This was generally the lineup that we liked. You texted me this Sunday morning. We were on Seattle minus 2.5, Indy plus 2.5, Carolina plus 10.5, Washington minus 2.5, Pittsburgh minus 13.5. That was generally the reflection of what we talked about on Tuesday. We liked the Chargers, but you switched out, Joey Bosa, all fine.
0: Uh, well, my no, first I, I, I ended up putting in the uh, Chargers for Seattle. Cause I just didn't like, I, I didn't like the Seattle side. I just had that in the competition, but like, That's right. I actually, had, That's right. I, I I had the bills. That's why I switched that out.
1: That's right. So you, I, I texted back after I got this, should we skip? I love the Titans. I wrote the Cardinals and wait for it. The Cowboys. That's who I loved. And he's like, what the hell do you love about the cow, Cowboys? Oh, Chad. That was like the most like, Oh, let me pat you on the head. You're such a silly boy. I'm a professional. I know (laughs) this.
0: You knew that seventh round pick was going to have the game of his life?
1: I said, you're like, I do love our picks because you always say that. Uh, I'm like, you always love our picks. I wrote, how about the Titans instead of the Steelers? The Titans, I gave you another option. Right. I'm like, two touchdowns. On the road with a QB who can't go downfield and a team that underperforms when they are big faves. You're like, I'm staying away from the Titans. I hate going against the Bears. I wrote back, I hate you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you also, that? another good call by me. The, the Titans got a fumble recovery for a touchdown. That game would have been 17-17 in the fourth. But, yeah, I'm with no, you, man.
1: It's the Bears. It's the Bears. You were the right side. You're like, this is the worst. The, for the Cowboys, you're like, this is the worst teams number-wise I've ever looked at. I'm like – I'm like, fine, you're a bully, but we got to skip. That was it, <laughs> and we skipped.
0: And we yeah, we skipped. Forward.
1: And I remember <laughs> texting you in the middle. I remember texting you in the middle like, I don't know, like. Oh, you're I'm dancing on my kind, grave.
0: Dancing kind, on my grave.
1: I'm kind of rooting for all of our picks to fail just because it's a skip week, and then I'd feel bad if we had, like, done really well and that had been a week we skipped.
0: Well, it's brutal. That Chargers, when our big ball is better of the week, he had two shots in the end zone. And if he would have got either of those touchdowns, all the guys above us, every single one of them, had Pittsburgh, Las Vegas, and the Patriots. So these dudes already would have been 0-3 just off those three games if Las Vegas would have just blown that game of the Chargers. But we didn't talk about it. We were, we We moved into 35th place during our bye week, and then because so many people had taken the Patriots last night, we jumped all the way to 15th place. So now we're just three back of a million dollar lead. It's pretty insane.
1: It is. It is stunning. That is the craziest thing with the jets last night. We have moved up to top 15 in the contest, which is just absurd out of it started. it got 800 people in it and we are top 15 this late in the season. That is like last year. You know, you worked with Darren Revel and I on the, we did the Westgate super contest and, we had the best year. I had the best year I'd ever had. We had come, we had come within like a game and a half of finishing in the money. Yeah, like, we were like
0: 58 59% for the season. Yeah.
1: We are top 15 in this thing right now, and you're right. We got our uh big balls better of the week coming up. We got our Hornets Nest pick. We got our Survivor pick. By the way, we barely got out of there alive cuz didn't we choose the Steelers?
0: Chose the Steelers and If the Patriots just would have lost that game, 23% of our 16,000 left would have been knocked out. I mean, that was brutal, brutal comeback win by the Patriots.
1: But still, we are top 15 to win a million dollars with six, seven weeks left in the year, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, seven weeks left in the year. We got one more bye week, and we are top 15,000 out of, what was it? 800,000 in the survivor pool. We are fucking crushing
0: it's a good year it's been a good year
1: oh my god have you ever been happier have you ever had more fun
0: no that's sucks. no simon i know it sucks being a pro buddy i'm so straight line where it's like i'm really excited for us and especially the fans like some of these guys have been betting with us since week one and they're up like a lot of money like we've just been crushing it it's tough coming off a 104 week giving out those picks to people but that's just how it is. We're not liars or scam artists. We're real, we're real people who are going to have down weeks. And that was a bad week. But I, I always say in my history, I always have good bounce back weeks. So I'm really excited for this upcoming slate.
1: Well, listen, really only one of us had a bad week because the other one was not committed to your picks. If we were only doing it based on my picks, we would have fucking crushed.
0: It's hard to be humble, huh?
1: Don't need to be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just to oh, be- When you're winning people money – when you're giving away money to charity, when you've got a podcast that is skyrocketing up the charts, when you become best friends with a professional (laughs) better, who's like a gift, when your other best friend abandoned you to go be a suit at a sports book, like I'm having the greatest year of my life.
0: (laughs) Like you can tame me where like, I'm always loving these weeks and you can step in and bring in like the reality, like smack me in the face a little be like, come on, like, what do you want to do here? Like we got to make smart picks, not the sharpest picks we these guys ahead of us. That's why I have so much confidence right now. They're just – they just keep picking these chalk picks. Like the Cowboys aren't – like we talk about all the time, they weren't going to go 0-16 against the spread. The Jets aren't going 0-16 against the spread. And hopefully these guys, they don't listen to this show and they just keep doing the same thing every week, picking against the Cowboys and Jets because we'll keep gaining gaining on them if they keep doing that because they're not going to have 5-0, and 4-1 weeks, which that's what we're shooting for, buddy.
1: Top 15, baby. We're going straight to the top. <laughs> Number one, Uh, all right, let's get to the games. Let's get to the games. Reminder, later in the show, we are going to reveal this week's winner. I'm sad this week's winner is only winning 100 bucks, but you know what? It's gambling. It's not called guaranteeing. You know what I'm saying? All right, Colts, Titans. Interesting one. I was a big backer of the Colts this past week. They did not show against the Ravens. The Ravens didn't look that good. The Colts just looked worse. I am a backer of the Titans. I think their defense actually played really well, and I think they're getting healthier. I like a short week, short home favorite. Show me the Titans.
0: Yeah, it's hard to fight you on this, where last week the Colts, that felt like a good bet. We had 47 yards of total yards for uh, Baltimore in the first half. Their only touchdown was a defensive touchdown, and in the second half they only put up what was it, 14 or 17 points. But the Colts, man, Philip Rivers, just looking cooked. That was such a bad Rivers game. And coming into this week, like you just said, a short short home fave on Thursday night. This is this is typically the t- time to take the Titans. And I know with their defense, it's scary because they, they have one of the worst secondaries in football and they've just lost Clowney already to a D-line that's awful. But In my mind, it just seems like the Titans here, they can put up points where I can't trust the Colts to put up points. So I'm with you. I'd back the Titans in the spot.
1: Money and bets coming in on the Titans right now. Oh, yeah. Should this be – do we like this enough? You don't sound like all that enthusiastic. Yeah, Uh, because it's a
0: sharp sharp side to take the Colts here. That's like a – they just got embarrassed at home playing against a team that just won at home in a game they really shouldn't have blown out. Like, I know they're, the Bears are having their offensive struggle. Uh, they're just terrible right now. But the Titans, they didn't, they're didn't. they just one of these teams where I don't trust them enough to put in the competition here just because the Colts, it's hard to know what Rivers we're going to get this week. If he just gives them a half-decent game with this Colts defense, they should win this. But I'm not backing Rivers this week. I'll take the Titans, but I wouldn't put them in now.
1: Let's get – to the early games. Right now, the Washington football team visiting Detroit, Detroit is off the board. It's the next game in the rotation. So let's let's move on to the Philadelphia Eagles, the fighting Philadelphia Eagles, visiting the New York football giants. Eagles are three and a half point favorites on the road, getting all the money. So the sharp side. And getting all the bets, so the public side.
0: Yeesh. Yeah, it, it's it's the battle for the NFC East, my friend. Divisional game. Whoever wins this is probably going to win this division. And when I'm looking at this, I see two teams that are pretty much evenly matched. The Giants, they have a good defense. The Eagles have a pretty pretty banged up defense, but their front four is just really good for the Eagles. And it's hard to back either of these teams. So in my mind, if I had this number at three, it's three and a half for the Giants now. I'll take the three and a half for the Giants. But this feels like a field goal game. And come off a bye week for the Eagles, it's, it's hard for me to want to put this in the competition, taking the Giants. So I'm, I'm cool with staying away from this one.
1: Look, the problem with the Giants is Daniel Jones. And I, I'm just – you will not get me to bet on Daniel Jones because he's too much of a bet killer. Do you know what I mean? Like, it it throws every sort of metric that, that we believe in out the window because he will do all the things that we think are supposed to happen. And then at the end of the game, he'll hold the ball too long, he'll get sacked. He'll hold the ball too long, he'll throw an interception. He'll hold the ball too long, run out of the pocket, make a bad pass. Like, he... If you're going to bet, you have to account for some variations in luck, some variances in sort of what you expect to happen. But he plays so far outside the lane of what you expect to happen because he's so unpredictable. There's, there's managing unpredictability, and there is like just walking into the gaping maw of unpredictability. And Daniel Jones is that gaping maw. <laughs>
0: And right now, Carson Wentz is pretty, pretty much the same. That's why if you, if you are taking the Eagles, I can't follow you because last week the Giants had three interceptions and a fumble recovery and won a game by three points. So you're just seeing the Giants aren't consistent on offense. They can't put together drives. They get third downs when they need it. So I'm with you. I, we, I'm happy to stay away from this one.
1: You know what I don't hate here? And this is going to feel very anti-sharp. I don't hate the Packers as two touchdown favorites against the Jags.
0: Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because, like, it's tough for me to grade out this quarterback on the Jags. Like, I I don't have much tape on him. Don't have a lot of numbers on him. He played one one game against Houston, which we talked last week. I, I think Houston is just terrible. And 14 points is so many points, though. And the Packers run D, you can run on them. Uh, I wouldn't do it. I, I I'd probably take the Jags here. I I got this at thirteen. The fact that it's fourteen still, which is interesting, means to me that not a lot of people are hitting this game. It, it must be like a low number amount of money on this game. Um, because that's just that's that's funny. They would just hang it at fourteen and then leave it there for two days. So that so that must mean that they're they're getting enough even money on both sides. So they're just like, you know what, we'll just let. The public play this out as the week goes on because they know people are gonna have this in teasers and things like that so that's an interesting number
1: well my friend you're not wrong it is one of the least bet games on the board according to the action network app right now on sunday on sunday afternoon my 14 year old son who likes to troll me said two things to me he said as of right now this is before two was started playing uh (laughs) as of right now jake lutton is the best rookie quarterback in the state of florida then he said to me hey dad I know you always feel bad that the Bears drafted Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, but know this, Mitch Trubisky has more wins this year as a starter than Deshaun Watson.
0: That is actually factually true. From my standpoint, any quarterback that would be on the Bears right now will be having a tough run. You guys might have one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. Just so many injuries. It's just brutal for Bears yeah, fans. Yeah,
1: we're down we're down four guys. It's it's rough. It, it's bad. Yeah, it's totally bad. Buccaneers visiting the Panthers. This game opened at six. In some places, it's still at six. In some places, it's down to four and a half. Tremendous amount of money. Not huge volume of bets, but a lot of money. I feel like John King there. Not a huge amount of volume coming in from this county right now. But still, but still, looking (laughs) at the magic wall, 86% of the money, 70% of the bets coming in on Carolina again. We got to count the bets. The bets are not in yet. We got to count the bets. We're going to have a change. But right now, this is what it looks like. That was pretty good, I thought.
0: Oh, Chad. Oh, Chad. Not good? This is this – is, that's not your career, buddy. This is your career. Yeah, you don't got it. That
1: is fucking <laughs> bullshit. I nailed that.
0: Uh, you <laughs> felt like you landed the dismount?
1: I felt like I I had a vision. I felt like I could connect this to something that everyone could understand. People like that in podcasts, like, oh my God, you know, we're all talking about the same thing. John King, like the magic wall. I I think I nailed it.
0: I mean, if people want to relate, that's, that was pretty good.
1: If my mic wasn't (laughs) connected to a metal arm right now, I'd drop it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From my viewpoint of this game, how do you not play the Panthers? It's a public play of the week. Everyone's going to come in on the Panthers. Buccaneers just had the worst game of the year. The Panthers almost beat the Chiefs. Teddy Bridgewater as a dog we talked about. All he does is cover. I will be on the Buccaneers. It's, I don't have a choice. I have to take them here. This is, I, I think people are forgetting how great of a team this Buccaneers are. Yeah, they've had two bad weeks in a row. Um, I just – I don't know. I, I, I just love the Buccaneers in this position where the Panthers just lost McCaffrey They've played the Saints really tough. they played the Chiefs really tough. And the number will keep coming down that eventually we're going to get really good value on the Buccaneers. So in the competition, if this is at four, I feel comfortable not taking the Bucks minus four. I got this at five. So it, to me, it's a good number. All right.
1: I, I don't disagree with you. One thing, you said, how can you not be on the Panthers? And then you went to the Bucs. You mean like you're going to be on the Bucs. I agree with you here. It is the perfect spot. To play the Bucs. You're getting like... Yeah, it
0: feels like a trap with the pain yeah, it's a,
1: it's, a, it's a buy low. The only thing that worries me about the Bucs is like their defense has not been the same since uh, Videra, you know? What, is that how you say his name?
0: Uh, I think it's... Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you're right. You're probably right. But,
1: but like, I, I don't know how to say it, but um, since, he, since he was injured, that defense hasn't been the same, but I agree with you. The Bucks are the right side here.
0: All right, let's put it in for now.
1: It's in. I wrote it down. We're done. That's My it. Man. Uh, Texans at the Browns. I believe the Browns had a bye this past week. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Texans. I just – this Texans team is just bad. They're just really bad.
0: Yeah, don't care if we're on the public side. The Texans can't stop the run. The Browns love to run the ball happy to take the Browns after a bye week it's sitting at minus three now so it, it kind of it's kind of rough because you lost that value of the minus two and a half and the Browns have let us down multiple times on these extra extra points missed and stupid things where they just hit the three they don't cover these back doors but I like the Browns this week I, I'm cool taking the minus three
1: well right now I'm seeing three and a half at a bunch of places so I'm seeing like not doing three. it I refuse to take
0: the hook with them again
1: we'll not take that we will not be like baited by this hook so nope. come on baited by this hook
0: <laughs> you're just trying to drop puns now oh my god what is happening
1: i did it right there like on the fly
0: dude chad is on the running the high of highs right now look at you i know so I'm happy, happy.
1: Fe- feeling my oats <laughs> Um, all right, so we're going to keep the Browns on the list. If it if it goes to three and a half, they're off. At three, we'll consider them.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Broncos visiting the Raiders. Well, well, well,
0: these, late late no. games.
1: Oh shit! God, that happened so fast. Yeah, it's
0: the shortest. It's the smallest early slate in a while. Wow. Yeah, we're blessed. Right.
1: Three, two, one. All right, that was a quick early slate. Let's let's move into the late games. Broncos visiting the Raiders uh Broncos five and a half five at some places underdogs five point under five and a half point underdogs i don't think that drew lock is a very good quarterback am i wrong
0: you're not wrong it, he's he seems like he needs three quarters to wake up and then when he does wake up he, he's incredible because he has so many good weapons around him like his receiving core his tight end they're all just studs and in my mind, this feels like another game that's going to probably end up being a shootout in a divisional game. Uh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go against the Raiders again, though. So it's hard for me here, but like I have to take the Broncos. Five points—that's a lot of points in a divisional game right, with two teams that I just don't think either team really has a huge advantage with the other one. The Raiders have some injuries; they have some guys still on COVID list. The Broncos—they just play a weird style where like we were just saying they get down big and then they fight back when there's no time left. And, and in my mind, if this is going to be a shootout, I have to take the Broncos here at the plus five.
1: Well, right now we're getting uh, 54% of the bets. And again, very low volume, 84% of the money on the Raiders. So what that tells me is there's also an opportunity for the line to go up a little bit more. And also like last week, the Raiders had a big win, a high profile win, they are a team that is getting more and more attention because Derek Carr is having such a good year. Um, but their defense is a dumpster fire. And, like, that broncos rushing game, it, with Philip Lindsay, it can be very good at times. So, I don't hate the Broncos here. I just, like, I just hate betting them. They make me Yeah, sleep. I don't want to put
0: it in. I don't feel like sweating the Broncos.
1: Yeah. <laughs> want, like, you really want to sweat Drew Locke?
0: Like I, we're going to be down 20 20 nothing at halftime. It's like, great. Now we got to pray for avoid. another miracle.
1: Here's what I want to avoid. It's six 15 on Sunday night. I've been sitting on the couch with my 14 year old for, you know, five straight hours. It's almost dinner time. And my wife is like, Hey, deal with dinner. So I go into the kitchen, I turn on the TV in the kitchen and I'm watching the Broncos flail away. And I've got to send you a text that says fucking Broncos and then they got to come back and I got to deal with you coming back at me because I'm giving you a hard time.
0: Yeah, that's true. That would definitely happen.
1: <laughs> it's true. Meanwhile, we got the chargers visiting the dolphins and like that feels like an interesting matchup all of a
0: sudden. Please help me. I can't, why can I not stop betting the chargers?
1: I want to bet the Chargers, too. It feels like they, – they, they feel like the Browns to me. I want to bet them every single week. How, how do you have this game power-rated right now?
0: So, I think you're – like, I had this as so you're getting good value on Miami. I had this at minus three. So, two and a half. That's good value on Miami. But it feels too easy. Like, it feels like Vegas is laying a trap for me where it's like, Tua just had the game of his life. Played so well against Arizona on the road. Coming home two straight wins for the Dolphins playing a Chargers team who just two straight games, historical fashion losses. It's it's so hard for me not to take the Chargers here. But in our pick pool, it's like, do we, do we want to take a rookie QB on the road here and, like, hope for the best? Because, I, like I just said, I don't think we're getting good value. That's sitting at two and a half. Like, if it's at three, I'd feel comfortable taking the Chargers. But at two and a half, I, I feel like Miami is the right side.
1: You know what this game is right here? This game's a hornet's nest.
0: I'm walking to a fucking hornet's nest, all right? Now be my companion. You think it's the hornet's nest play of the week, Chargers? It's
1: the hornet's nest play of the week. It is, it is like a hard game to handicap. I, I don't look at Justin Herbert right now as sort of a rookie quarterback who'd struggle on the road, especially in an empty stadium. He just seems like he gets it, and he's super comfortable. He makes really good throws in tight windows. He throws a beautiful deep ball. My my concern here is Brian Flores is, is clearly a great coach because the one vulnerability that the, the Dolphins had last week defensively was against Kyler Murray on third down because they play so much man, they would leave huge running lanes open. And Kyler Murray did beat them for a lot of third down conversions with his feet. But the Dolphins just, they don't stop playing. That's the sign of a great coach. like and And he's got these guys playing like a level that I think is above where they are. And Tua is clearly a guy who makes them more athletic and more potent offensively. So, how do you not bet the Dolphins at minus two and a half if you have them power rated at three?
0: Right, you're, you're right too, and it's like such a huge coaching advantage. We've just seen from Anthony Lynn at the end of the first half; he settled for three points where he could have easily scored a touchdown on Oakland. He makes these little mental errors, especially into the, the game. To the Chargers, they're just wasting all this time. Like I, I'm with you. It, we could put the Dolphins in if it stays on minus two and a half. Like I got to trust the numbers and say this 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 is the right time to take them here again.
1: Yeah, it just feels like uh, you can't go against the Dolphins right now. Because remember last week, last week we loved the Dolphins when it when that game posted against the Cardinals. And over the course of the week, like I kind of got talked out of it by listening to so many people. And it turns out we were right. Our instincts were right. Yeah. All right, Buffalo Bills. Who we were both like way wrong on last week. Um, no, that's not true. We like the Bills in bad weather, uh, and then ultimately, like we like the Seahawks, but we ended up not putting in the contest. Uh, they are visiting the Cardinals. They are two and a half point dogs on the road.
0: Situational play. We, like I had this at minus three for the Cardinals. I know that people are right. The doll, like the road teams this year, have, have really been like doing well, especially covering. Um the, the home field advantage has really been dead. But in my mind, we, we got a Cardinals team here who – that's a really tough loss. It's going to be a tough week of practice. And this is kind of a game where if they're legit this year, they're going to bounce back and beat the Bills because the Bills just came off arguably the most perfect game they played all year against the Seahawks. Now a long travel, out-of-conference game, it, it just feels like a smart play here on the Cardinals. So I'm happy to take the minus two.
1: I love the Cardinals here. I like for all the sort of back and forth we have about the charters and the dolphins. I think the Cardinals like are the exact right
0: spot. Let's do it. Let's put them in. All right.
1: So right now we like the bucks and we like the Cardinals and that's it so far. We, we kind of like the Browns. We kind of like Miami, but you know, Bengals Steelers, Bengals plus seven on the road at Pittsburgh. Big balls better the week.
0: I, I got a bigger balls, better the week, but you we can do? make it that yeah, we can make it this one if you want.
1: No, no, no. I want to hear what you're gonna say, but oh, I do,
0: okay.
1: I do like the Bengals here. I, I think the Steelers have just sort of they've been uncovered and Joe Burrow I think only gets better like every single week. So I like the Bengals here.
0: Yeah, and I, I I I'm with you on the, the numbers too big probably for this game. Now we have all this news of all this COVID stuff going on in Pittsburgh, and we've seen how COVID's affected teams. Like Matthew Stafford, he didn't even have it. But He was just self-isolated and away from his team for like three or four days by himself, and he came out, and he just laid a complete egg against the Vikings. And looking at this, if this number stays at seven, I'd feel comfortable taking uh, Burrow on the road here. All he does is cover. He's so due for regression that that's, that's the only thing that's giving me pause here. It's like, when is the regression going to come? Because all rookies hit a wall eventually. No rookie goes through the whole season flawless. And in a divisional game here, I would take the 7. But if it dips below the plus 7, I would not take Cincy.
1: What do you have it power rated at?
0: I have it at minus 6. So I think that you're getting good value still at 6.5 with the Bengals. But I just feel better with the 7, just the way that they, they play. It just feels like I could see them being down 14. And get the back door, like, push yeah. with the seven. So I feel better with the seven.
1: I totally agree. Uh, and who knows? This game might come off the board, like, if the Steelers continue. Exactly. Um, so you never know. Uh, the Seahawks, God, we got a lot of late games this week.
0: Uh, we're so oh, blessed.
1: Man, so nice, right? The uh, Seahawks visiting the Rams, Seahawks, two point dogs on the road in Los Angeles. Woo!
0: Don't think you just bet it. You just take the rain, so you don't even think about it. It's why? Easy play where you have a divisional game, divisional teams off a bye week. I know the Seahawks just got destroyed on the road. But we talked about it early in the year when we were talking MVPs and why I thought it was a bad bet to take Russell Wilson. He's in too hard of a division, too many tough games, and what has it been now, seven turnovers the last two games for Russ? Where Patrick Mahomes, he's at 25 touchdowns and one interception. So it's like Russ has kind of run into it where there's too much on his shoulders. And in my mind, this Rams situation, it's a really, really well-coached team that can run the ball, playing a Seahawks team that cannot stop the run. So Russ might get me in the end here. I know he's got the plus two, but in my mind, this this should be – a field goal for the Rams. So if this stays under three, I'm more than happy to take the Rams here.
1: I like it. Is that a BBB?
0: It's not. It's almost there.
1: All right. Well, right now, uh, this is a classic pros Joe's game because 61% of the bets are coming in. It's a, it's a decent amount of volume. Um, It's 61% of the bets are coming in on Seattle, but 54% of the money. So, We've got some significant split here. I'm with you. I like this game. All right, now we're starting. Now we're starting now we're to fill out our docket. Now the, now the bets are getting counted. Now we're getting closer to being able to call it. The 49ers are visiting the Saints. It opened at six and a half. It's now at plus nine and a half. You are begging me to take the Niners here.
0: Big balls. Bet of the week, my Big friend.
1: balls. Bet of the week.
0: Saints coming off the most dominating game of the season, according to DVOA. San Francisco blown out at home on a Thursday night, coming across country to play the Saints. Public is going to tease. They're going to money line all of everything on the Saints here. This is a great matchup for the 49ers. The fact that it's, like you just said, nine and a half, ten. 10, love it. Anything above seven and a half, I'm, I'm more than happy to take on the 49ers. So this is a, this is the everything game for 49ers. This is their season, pretty much. They need to win this one because their upcoming games are just even even harder than this. So now that I'm calling my shot, I got the 49ers winning this outright. So I, I like the 49ers here, so big. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, you, you
1: have the you have the forty nine ers winning this outright. The money line price on this Not game it. right now. And by the way, when I yelled "big balls bet of the week," I yelled it so loud my dog ran upstairs. I just want you to know that. Um, <laughs> the money line price on this Not game it. right now, uh, three forty, up from two thirty five. So it's it's getting up there, but I like it.
0: No one I mean, believes in it, man. No no one believes in the forty nine ers. They're, 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 leave, they're leaving them for dead. And they're going to get guys back this week, though. I think they're going to get right. And this is, this is just a good situational play for the 49ers.
1: I'm 100% in. I love it. I love it. Let's freaking do it. Big balls better of the week, my friend. This Ravens team is not very good right now to me. And they're seven-point favorites on the road against the Patriots. I mean, this is a – unless you feel strongly, it's kind of a pass for me.
0: Yeah, like the Ravens, if they stay at 7, I'm seeing some books at 7.5 now. As long as it stays 7, I'd put them in. Because in my mind, Patriots are one of the worst defenses against the run. We know what the Ravens like to do. They like to run it. I'm with you. They have not looked right. And it's scary that it's this big of a number. But I I can't back this Patriots defense. They just don't have the bodies to stop a kind of offense like this with the Ravens. So, to me, it's a get-right game for the Ravens. I know it's back-to-back road games, but as long as it's seven and under, I'm happy to take the Ravens here.
1: Okay. I'll put it on the list. Um, and Now we've all of a sudden got like – we've got a really full list, um, which is cool. We've got a full list even with lines that, that are questionable. I think we're going to take a couple off right away. Uh, right. Last game of the night. Last game of the week. It's the last game of the slate, the Monday night game. The Minnesota Vikings visiting – The dreadful Chicago Bears, depending on where you look, at DraftKings right now, the Vikings are three-point road favorites. This is another pros-joes. Right now, and there's a decent amount of volume on this game, 68% of the bets coming in on Minnesota, but 71% of the money coming in on Chicago.
0: And I I love the Bears, but I am a little worried. I just read you guys just lost your best run defender on the D-line. and when do these injuries catch up to the Bears? Like we just talked about, they have lost four offensive linemen now. And Montgomery is not a good running back. Nick Foles doesn't have the time to take deep shots, and that's what he's best at is the long ball. And the Vikings have just been mowing down people. The, the Dalvin Cook run game. Like people are talking about him for MVP right now. This yeah. This guy is next level. I, I don't want to get in front of it. It's probably the pro play to take the Bears here. But in my mind, if this is two and a half, I'll fall in the trap and I'll take the Vikings and just rely on not – not because I know the reason it's like this is that Kirk Cousins, these are the games he he falls apart. Like I feel like every time in history, once everyone starts believing the Vikings and Kirk Cousins on a primetime game, they lose by 20. But I can't do it. I cannot take the Bears. I'll take the Vikings in this run offense.
1: Yeah, I think I agree with you. It's, the Bears are completely the right side. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think they're the right side enough that I want to put them in our top five. I think we got better options there. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Like, come Sunday morning, like, things could change, and there's injuries, there's COVID, there's line moves, and all of a sudden, that Monday night game is looking pretty good. And I can tell you, that Monday night game is going to have everybody on the Vikings. So if we're looking to make a move in the contest and now we got to start thinking like game theory and shit like that, like people aren't going to have the bears.
0: Yeah. It, it, everyone's going to have, it. like that's what I mean. Minnesota, they're going to be in everyone's teasers. Everyone parlays. That's just a classic Monday night lineup, but it, it's, it's too hard for me. Man. And, and I'm, I don't like, we haven't been doing Monday night games. Cause I like that. We're just done on Sundays. It's been yeah, nice true. where we're just done sub stressing and have a whole nother day to wait to see if they're going to be five and oh, three and two, two and three. Like that's just too, too much. So yeah. I'm with you. Let's just stay away.
1: Stay away. Completely agree. Uh We've got to choose a survivor before I get to the winner of the pod. And I recap, yeah, buddy. And I got an idea.
0: Oh God. What's the idea?
1: Cleveland Browns.
0: <laughs> we already used the Browns. Thank God. Uh, we, we used, yeah, we used them on that Thursday night. Oh, against, that's right. Uh, the that's Bengals. Right. Um, we haven't used the Packers yet. This is the week you have to use the Packers. They have hard divisional games coming up. Let's just get rid of them. Let's just take Green Bay. If we somehow lose to a sixth-round rookie QB, <laughs> that's that's the way it's meant to be. That's the way it goes. That's um, the way it
1: goes. I'm with you 100%. Pe-
0: for people that have – like a lot of people complain we don't do two because they have uh, other ones. Like, they've they've used teams that we haven't used. Yeah. Um, the the easiest options on the board are going to be the Ravens. I know I just said I like the four ers money line, but the Saints, this is a week if you haven't used them yet. They might not get easier in matchups than Nick Mullins. Um, in my mind, those are the only two I would switch in, unless if you didn't already use Green Bay. Because Green Bay, in my mind, this is the best week to play them. So, I, I almost used them last week. Luckily, we didn't. We saved them for this week. So, we got to use them this week.
1: All right, let's go with the Packers. God, I love I, – I've fallen in love with the 49ers bet. 49ers on a money line. That is
0: just – Oh, God, is it dead? Uh, just thinking. It's our big balls better of the week. Don't jinx it, Chad. Don't put it's the life savings balls
1: on it. Big balls bet of the week. This is where how we're going to recap it. Right now we like the Bucks minus four and a half. We're hoping the line drops even more, but I think that's a pretty solid bet in the contest. We're taking the Browns out. We're taking the Broncos out. We, we were split on the Finns and the Chargers. Right now, the Finns minus two and a half. I would say that's on the docket for a conversation and a uh, text exchange where you try to bully me on Sunday. Uh, we both like the cards a lot uh, at minus two and a half, as far as I can tell. We like the Bengals as long as we can get it at seven. We love the Rams at minus two. We love the Niners at plus 10. So right now, I think it's coming down to um, – the Cards and the Bengals on Sunday. Cards, Miami, and Bengals on Sunday. Those are the three that we will be debating. Because right now, we love the Niners, love the Rams, love the Bucks. We'll choose two from those three.
0: Yeah, we're just all in on the NFC West pretty much this week. That's what it sounds like.
1: Well, look, we have the Ravens too. We have the Ravens at minus seven. So let's say like we can choose two from those four.
0: Right, yeah, I like that. Well, so we'll, we'll figure that out Sunday morning. We'll obviously tweet everything out that we finalize. Yep.
1: Follow Simon Hunter in the Action Network app. By noon on Sunday, I have I have put all the picks into the app. I have shared them on Twitter, and I tag Simon. I tag the favorites pod, so you can follow it that way. Um, but if you're looking for early lines right now, we like the Bucks 4.5, Miami minus 2.5. We like the cars 2.5, Bengals plus 7, as long as you can still get 7. Rams minus two, Niners plus 10, Ravens minus seven, Niners on the money line as well.
0: Yeah. And it was fun too. We're like, I'm, I'm thinking I'm up to a thousand blocked. I might only have like 4,000 followers, but I'm up to a thousand people blocked. And it's just hilarious seeing these people make a burner account just to follow me again. I'm like the one person they follow on that burner account just to see the picks Because oh they, they, they hate to love us. You know, Chad, they, they still want the info, even though they want to badmouth us. And,
1: as Taylor Swift once said, haters going to
0: hate. Well, I'm not paid to be on Twitter like you and Darren Ravel. So if like some some nerd from his parents' basement's gonna come at me, it's just like I'm not gonna respond, bro. I'll just block. Follow me yeah, on your you burner. Got time for that. Yeah, and it's just hilarious to me. It's like this dude thinks he's gonna like talk shit. All of a sudden, he's just blocked. All right, make a new account. <laughs>
1: All right, listen. Last week we asked fans to rate and review the podcast. Those who did and used the winning phrase in their review. We're eligible to win up to $500. Didn't happen, unfortunately. But we did have loads and loads of reviews. Thank you to everybody. In a second, we will reveal the winner. But first, we are bringing back the phrase the pays contest from now through the end of the season. The winner will earn $100 for every win Simon and I have in this week's contest. We will match that number with a donation to the winner's favorite charity. So far, we've given away like a thousand bucks to charity in addition to giving away money to winners. Go rate and review the podcast using the phrase, Simon says skip and win. And Matt Mitchell, producer extraordinaire, will randomly choose the winner to get that cash. The winner of last week's contest winning $100. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry it wasn't more. I appreciate listening to the podcast. You're going to get $100. Your favorite charity is going to get $100. Brian. Hines, Brian Hines, what did you have to say? Simon says, we love winning. I just started betting this year in the NFL and on sports in general. Everywhere I've looked for insights and information, I've usually found it hidden behind some kind of paywall. Luckily, I discovered the two purest NFL betting aficionados on the planet with a dynamic duo of Chad and Simon. Not only do they give away expert picks with the data to back it up, but the insight and overall thought process of betting the NFL that comes with it is priceless and has helped shape my own process. At the end of the day, that's what these guys are all about, making betters better. On top of all the knowledge dropped weekly on this podcast, the dynamic between Chad and Simon will make you feel like you've known these guys your whole life. Brian, that's fucking beautiful. As a college student, I'm here to pull a Matt Mitchell and say, where can I apply for an internship? Simon says, we love winning, and I
0: hope you do too. That's beautiful. Love it, man. Yeah, the kid appreciates the free winners, Chad. That's all we give here, just free winners. I'm well, glad someone appreciates it. I wish we
1: had had more winners this past week so this fucking college student get more than
0: $100. $100? I could live off that in college for like three months.
1: I was going to say, for a, kid, for a kid in college, $100 <laughs> is like a 1000
0: Yeah, bro, just pick up floaters and drink those.
1: <laughs> that is the most Philly thing you've ever said. This has been The Favourites Podcast from the Asher Network. I am Chad Millman. He is Simon Hunter. Download it from Apple, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, love you.